the audio diary of the 20th day of the second month of year 2021. So if you can hear the droplets of water, if you can hear the wind through the trees, if you can hear, I don't know, animals critter, uh, and little critters uh, crawling by, if you can hear rustling of uh, fabrics and materials, that's because I am out camping. Yes, you heard that right. Um, I'm doing a very quick overnight trip in beautiful Golden Years Provincial Park, uh, which is probably an hour and a half or so, an hour and a bit um, outside of the city of Vancouver. I am sleeping in a tent and this is my first ever winter camping experience. This is February, so I think it definitely counts as winter, even though it is very mild for real winter. And I did, if you remember, I did sleep outside, um, or I slept in a car uh, for the very first time on my first car camping trip to Chilliwack um, back in November. Now, thankfully, uh, Vancouver has had a very mild winter, and today is also a very mild day. The high was at 7 degrees Celsius, and it's supposed to go down to 3 degrees Celsius in the city. I don't know about where I am right now because we're a little bit up into the mountains, though not that far up in altitude, so it might get a little bit colder than that. But I have my trusty, you know, thick air mattress um, or sleeping pad, sleeping mattress. I've got my trusty uh, little sleeping bag, which is rated to negative 4.2 degrees um, comfort level. And, and survival is actually, I think it goes down to like negative 15. So it's quite a, quite a warm sleeping bag. And I've got myself a sleeping liner and I'm dressed for the weather. And yeah, in general, I also um, decided to go on this winter camping trip because I realized I have slept in colder weather than the weather that I'll be sleeping in tonight. Um, partially, yeah, like I said, it's because we've been having such a mild winter in Vancouver this winter except for that one week with really really low um really cold weather uh but everything else it's been every other day it's been pretty much very mild <laughs> that's part of the reason why but that's also because you know i've already camped up high in altitude for example when i went up to south chilcotton's um where the weather went down to quite low wind temperature and I still definitely survived. In fact, I had a couple of nights where I slept really, really well up on South Chilcotton's. And I missed this, I missed this a lot. The simplicity, the, the slowing down of time, all of that, um, just time to think. Yeah, I loved every night I camped outside and I, yeah, like I said, I really, really loved it. And of course I correspondingly very much missed it. And so I'm very glad to be back and able to. I have also enjoying the most luxurious camping experience I've ever had. Um, and that's because this is a camping trip versus a backpacking trip. I realized that camping and backpacking, though it might look very similar, we might use similar gear or in fact very different sports. Uh, today, as I was camping, was because I realized you know, camping is about being at the spot wherever you're, wherever you are. Eating and sleeping and just being is the sport or is the adventure. Well, as for backpackers, um, the campsite is just kind of a means to an end. It's a nice bonus, 
um, if you get a nice campsite, but the sleeping, the eating is all considered just a, again, a necessary means to an end, and while well as the walking and the journey being the focus, camping is exactly the opposite. The drive or hike up to the camping spot, moving, setting that up all up, that is the lesser of the um, adventure. And the time you spend at the site is the focus of the adventure. So I realize it really is a very different um, sport with different intentions. In fact, I don't think camping is considered a sport. Well, as backpacking certainly is. So yeah, I'm learning new things every day. And so I think today might be the first real time I've gotten to properly camp. I also, so when, it, when I say I'm having the most luxurious camping experience so far, I mean to say that I am in a proper two-person tent. Um, this is the roomiest tent I've ever experienced uh, or ever slept in compared to the tents that I've had that were borderline bivy bags or um, tents where, you know, I couldn't even sit up barely. All I could do was basically sleep inside the tent and then store my gear in my vestibule. Um, they were ultra light, but they also offered very little other shelter. Here I am in a tent that really is a small room. Um, I can sit up straight. I have lots of room to put stuff out. I have my vestibule um, and the amount of space I have in here makes me feel like I could definitely just spend an evening inside entertaining myself, which is what I'm doing so far. This tent is on loan from my wonderful friend Jen, who uh, is the one person in my bubble, if you remember. Um, he is has was also kind enough um, to introduce me to a wonderful little bistro uh, in his town. He lives in Maple Ridge. That's how. Um, that's why I ended up renting my gear for him. Um, and I also uh, learned, uh, started a campfire for the first time in my entire life using the bushcraft tools that Jin, um, Jin is a big fan of bushcraft. And so for the very first time in my life, I've started a fire from scratch. Uh, of course, uh, Jin was a major part of it. You know, he really coached me through everything. He did most of the splitting of the wood, let me be honest, uh, because it, I was very slow uh, at processing the wood and twiddling them down to sticks and yeah. But we bought one bundle of firewood uh, we burnt it and I had the fire continuing for a good hour and a half um, until it turned to red embers. And it was just so peaceful and wonderful just sitting and in front of the fire and just watching the fire. And I don't know how my how an hour of my life just disappeared like that, but it did. And it was the most wonderful time. I, yeah, I genuinely enjoyed just sitting by the fire. I also have the wonderful luxury of several other things, including a very flat campsite. I also am in the Gold Creek Campground, which is the only campground in Golden Years that's uh, open for winter camping. Most of the campers around me, if not every single other camper um, that I've seen, are all coming in with vehicles, which makes a lot of sense. It's cold and most people winter camp when they winter camp. Uh, very few of them are actually sleeping in their tents. They're often sleeping in their cars, their RVs, trailers, uh, things like that. Um, and so, or if not, you know, they've brought their generators, they have their heater running, they have all this gear. They're coming with family. Um, they might have a proper air bed, not a sleeping mattress like the one that I have. So yeah, all that, all that put together, it ends up being 
a whole car load of, of gear, right? Versus me coming in with a backpack. And so here I am. Um, I managed to... Uh, there were quite a lot of other campers. I saw at least 20 plus campers, but this is a large campground with, I think, probably 100 spots or 70, 80 spots. Um, and I saw that, you know, when you have 20, 30 campers out in a spot, in a campground with 80 plus spots, although it is in a beautiful forested area that's very close to the lake and, you know, there is a decent amount of privacy, people can't hear and see in the site next door. We circled around um, the campgrounds trying to find a spot until I realized there were separate walk-in sites for people who are coming in and that was perfect for me because that was me. At least in this area, this walk-in um, campsite area, I am the only person. Uh, I was the only person when I was going to the bathroom earlier. Park gate should have closed so I do think I'm the only person in the entire area which gives me first of all a bit of peace. It gives me a lot of quiet um, and that's also why I'm for example able to uh, record my audio diary without any worry that I'm disturbing people by speaking when it's quite dark out. It's not that late. It's a little past 7 p.m. The sun sets by 7, uh, 5, 5.40 or so right now. And so by 7 it's pitch dark. And I'm sure I'll be going to sleep earlier than normal today. Uh, we'll see how well I fare with the cold. Especially with the bigger tent. Uh, if there is a benefit of having a tiny, tiny confined tent, um, like the ones that I've had before, is the fact that my body heat is kept more easily. My body heat is basically just, yes, I can heat up my tent faster, if that makes sense. Um, so I don't have that benefit today. So that'll be a challenge. We'll see how that goes. Um, I have, you know, although I brought all the warm clothes that I could, I also have the, um, my uh, little hat on, which is very helpful. Uh, there is a bit of cold heat rising from the ground, which is why I realize now um, when I see all these videos of other people who, especially people who are camping on snow, why they have two layers of um, mattresses, one being a reflective kind of foam pad and another being the air mattress. Now I understand if you are winter camping, even though you have all this several inches of um, air basically separating you from the ground, even that air, it, it, you know, uh, can transmit the cold. And so, uh, so that's why people have the foam pads. Now I understand, and I might get one for um, future winter camps, but for tonight I think I'll survive. I've also try. I, I'm also trying the trick um, with the. Uh, putting a little hot water bottle uh, at my f and yes it is very helpful but i think uh, i actually need to reheat the water because the uh, bottle that i used is a liter bottle i think the maximum i can boil in my jet boil is about 600 meters milliliters and so i ended up mixing the hot water with the cold water to fill up the bottle and that might have been a bad idea because now pretty lukewarm if it's this lukewarm now I think there's no way it's going to keep its heat uh, later into the night. So I think I might turn back on the stove and try to heat some more water. I also have, again, another luxury, a proper camp lantern. Having this light just makes it, again, so much more possible to feel, make, feel like I can spend hours in this tent and really feel like room outside rather than just a 
you know, safe place for me to lay my head, place to shelter from the rain, which is really what uh, the tiny one-person kind of bivy vac type of um, tents that I had before. This is a tent that really feels like I can actually stay in here. And in, in something like this, I can totally see myself staying for multiple nights. Sounds great. <laughs> I can totally see myself just lounging here, especially on sky days. And I could also last much, much longer in rainy days in weather like this as well. Ooh, life is good. Especially enjoy the time that I spent just staring into the fire. The sense of accomplishment, the warmth. Seriously, a campfire is the best entertainment in the world. It's just so thing. It's never boring because it has so many sounds and differences and it's and it and it really requires a lot of work and care and attention. People have compared it to a child. I yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um yeah, and 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 looking into the fire, first of all, gave me so much peace and joy, but it also gave me a lot of inspiration to think about many other things. Did This trip was quite spontaneous. I didn't plan this far in advance. I think I far planned it as far as Thursday, and today is Saturday, so I really haven't planned very far in advance. Um, and so I didn't, for example, download any podcasts. I didn't. I hadn't looked up enough information about the park, um, but it's a familiar park. There's a reason I'm trying this um, winter camp here now. It's because this is a familiar park. I know that there's going to be a lot of other people. The facilities are all built up. Um, you know, for example, getting here and getting out of here is not really an adventure um, like some other parks can be. I don't need to worry about driving. And so a lot of it's a great place for me to try and make this my first right to try and branch out of what is my comfort zone to try and make a fire with a friend who knows what he's doing and he has all the gear and the knives and knows how to how to work with the gloves and so on and so forth he actually knows what he's doing um and so he's able to coach me and encourage me through and get a fire started so that type of stuff is really 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 um, exciting uh, it's it's i'm just so thankful to be able to come to a place like this and enjoy life and beauty as i did oh i love um i also had the luxury of a camp chair by the way again something i've never had while backpacking i sat on the camp chair in front of the fire and i just looked up and the sun had already set. It was pretty dark, a little past six, but it wasn't dark enough to the point that I couldn't see the really, really tall straight trees. Um, and so I looked up and it just looked like, how should I describe that scene? It's like, there's a whole, there's a circle of empty sky and just these, these straight arrows of trees just all pointing towards it. And I just felt completely surrounded by these giants. I felt completely surrounded by these secrets and I just could not believe the scene that I was seeing. Uh, all I did was lean back in the camp chair. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it was the silhouette of the arrows of straight trees was just... Ah, again, it's hard to describe. I'll try to take a photograph tomorrow um, morning. I do have to get up pretty early to pack everything up. Uh, make some breakfast and be ready to get out of here, um, get picked up at 8 um, or 8.15 a.m. So I am very excited <laughs> for, I might be a little bit cold at night. I'll try to heat more Nalgene bottles. Um, I'll try to see if there's a couple more layers of anything I could uh, put below me. Um, 
uh, some of the cold, the cold from rising up through the air mattress somehow. I don't know what I can do to keep that from happening. Maybe my rain jacket will help, um, but we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but I think the first thing I'm gonna do is um, heat up more water in my Nalgene bottle. So I may uh, record again tomorrow morning, but otherwise, talk to you later.